And our game of the week is... It was uh, the FA Community Shields. Who wants the shield? <laughs> uh, Chelsea and uh, Man City. Man City won it 2-0. Terrible game. Not uh, it wasn't the best, a bit <laughs> dull. Uh, Man City dominated. They dominated the possession, you know, the shots. Yeah, um, I mean... What were, what, what were the stats? It was like five shots to Chelsea. Chelsea's five shots. And yeah. I'm a bit, you know, a bit uh, thrown into the wind with that because yeah. Sari. Sari plays a very attacking style of football. So I'm th- thinking to myself, how can you only have five total shots in a whole match? Yeah, yeah, totally. Knowing like, there's a cup at stake as well, which could boost his career personally because he's not, he's got no trophies in his cabinet. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> mate, if you're a Chelsea fan, I'm, mate, I'd be shaking. It's not, it's not all dismal for Chelsea. No, like Sarri's just come in. Yeah, yeah, he's just come in a month ago, if that. Uh, you know, the play has he won over the tra- the change room? Like, you know, has he won on? Has he, has he won Obviously over the players? Not. Obviously not. You know what I mean? They still got to adapt to him, his play style. Um, it takes time, you know what I mean? You can't do it in a month. Like, look at Spain in the World Cup. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shambles. That's true. That's true. Um, but Man City looked good. Very good. Very good. As they per did. usual. Um, Aguero they always, they always um, win the possession. You know, it's Pep's MO, you know. Um, but what can you do, you know? Great start. Mate, good, I'll tell you what. Start. Great got, got me excited for the Premier League. Great start <laughs> to the season for Manchester City, mate. The way they needed to start it. So good, yeah. good on them. And Pep's obviously very happy with it. So. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Premier League, you know, starting it starts this weekend. How exciting is that? Oh, mate, I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot I wait, wait either. <laughs> um, you know, the kickoff game, Manchester United versus Leicester. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a bit upset. You know, they still haven't signed anyone. You know, we need that right We back. don't care. We, need that we don't care that you haven't signed um, anyone, right? And that rubbish that's come out yesterday. Oh, uh, Pogba's going to Barcelona. I hope rubbish. he does. I hope he does. <laughs> no, it's he's not, not going to go anywhere. No, he's not he won't. Going I don't see that. Two days left in the transfer window. Not going to happen. All false lies, yeah. as per usual. I think, yeah, rubbish. Um, we'll find. We'll see you next week anyway. We'll have a bit more information. Yeah, we will. Um, but uh, a, lot know, a lot of games. a lot of clutch games. Yeah, and a lot of teams missing players. Yes, yeah, so um, from the World Cup that still haven't come back. You know, for the players that went deep into the World Cup. I mean, I'm looking at these games, right? The first match day games like mm-hmm. Liverpool, West Ham, Newcastle, Tottenham. Now. Even Arsenal, Man City, right? Yeah. They're all awaiting. They're starting. They're, they're real strong starting lineups yeah. to to come back. Yeah, they're missing their yeah. So uh, a few players yet. Yeah. The start of this Premier League season, someone's going to be up there racking up the points that shouldn't even be up there competing for the first couple of weeks. You know what I mean? I wouldn't like, say this couple is, this of weeks. is Arsenal. I'd say first chance. five or six games. No, no. All, we'll all, see. A majority of the players have come back now, but. You know, they need a couple Mate, of weeks a, to a bit of build up the power. fitness. Missing. There is, there is. But um, this is Arsenal's chance to get a <laughs> get a win. <laughs> Having a dig at Arsenal. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's their chance to beat Man City, you know. Mate, they're, they're not going to be in I'm top I'm telling form. you now, they'll be ready for that game and it'll be a cracker, yeah. which is why it's going to be our game of the week next yeah, week. So, that's right, um, yeah. Arsenal-Man City is our game of the week next week. Whoever um, gets off to a good start, by the way, is going to be the one that will skip away in this Premier League season because everyone's starting on a back foot and if you're a mid-table team, Right, and you got your strong lineup ready to go, mate. They got the massive advantage. Those teams like, uh, you know, Newcastle, um, West Ham. They've both made great signings. You I, know. Don't, I f- totally disagree. All right, we'll see. Total rubbish, man. All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I'm totally. It's gonna. Rubbish. It's. It shouldn't be called the EPL anymore. It should be called the Manchester Cup because it's going <laughs> to the blue side or the red side, to it's United most or City. The blue. You guys are not oh, competing. Mate, no chance. We finished second last season. By 20 City points. City will not. We only had one bad By month. By 20 We points. had one bad month. Doesn't matter. 
City will it not replicate. Matter. You finished second by 20 points. You cannot say. It was 19 points. Mate, but they've just won the FAQ. They've won the Community Shield. They're on a great path. That's there's, right. There's, there's my admiration for them. You but should. Who cares? Who I cares? do. <laughs> I think they, they will not. Um, they won't reach the same heights they did last season. They'll have more trouble. You're just hoping for that. It'll happen. Yeah, your team's you. the one starting put your, put your with house their two on best players on the bench <laughs> this weekend. Well, they yeah, have that's to, right. They have to build in, but I think I think we'll it'll be much closer. But mate, it, for me, you know, Arsenal, we Arsenal week. to win the title or Man City's going to bulldoze <laughs> everyone again. Oh, we'll see what happens. Exciting times, you know. It's starting. I can't wait. Game on. Uh, let's move on to another league that's kicking off this weekend as well. Yes, League 1. Yeah, Alonzi. the French League. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the French League is starting this weekend. Not, Cam- not as exciting. Um, not exciting. Bit of a Mickey Mouse League. Yeah, PSG's League 1. Yeah. You know, can it's they the score PSG more Cup. goals? Can they score more goals than they did last year? Yeah. Or can they, you know, concede less? That's the main target for them because they win the thing. That's right. Well, the- PSG should be aiming to go deep into Champions League. That's now. their main aim. You but know, can Marseille challenge them? I wonder. Rudy Garcia. Well, they did well. They made the Europa League final last With what season. they had as well, that was pretty good. Yeah, good um, effort. Um, I think PSG has it sewn up, in my opinion. Me too. I agree. Um, their, their focus needs to be on the Champions League, and making Thomas that Tuchel, semi-final Thomas final. Tuchel is a new manager. And yes, Gigi Buffon huge. coming in. So yeah, coming in to sit mate, on the bench and definitely collect done money. The right yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> they've done the right thing yeah. on the field for the future of the do club. Think, so. Do you think Gigi will start? Do you think he's Yeah, starts? I reckon he will. First goalkeeper, you reckon? Mate, it's Gianluigi Buffon, the greatest goalkeeper of all time. So don't even get me started. There's no better keeper than Gianluigi Buffon. I think that's Buffon. a bit biased, but anyway. It's not biased. I'm not a Juventus fan. <laughs> You're an Italian fan. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but uh, also, we had a little bit of transfer news this week. Yeah, massive transfer news. Yep. Vidal. Arturo Vidal, the uh, rooster. Yeah, where's he gone? Where's he gone, Stephen? Yes. Barcelona. <laughs> the big shark again. No, it was a good... <laughs> Great signing for them. I think they got him really cheap, like $35 million or something like that. It was, it was very... Look, they just brought him in. You know, I mean, very good business. Relax. You're talking about it like as if, you know, it's a great signing and he's going to make them win titles. No. Mate, he's he's gonna, just there to fill the gap for Iniesta. That's all. He's going to be... To fill that place. He's going to be great for them. Like, he's that's a good signing. Prime. I don't he's know why other prime. teams went in for him. But, um, you know, it's quite, cause quite cheap, man, for a world-class player. I think Barcelona stuffed up. I think they should have gone for Luka Modric or someone. Someone that's just come off a great World Modric Cup. Modric is apparently going to Inter Milan, so we'll see what well, happens the there. I don't know. We'll see. But, um, you know, happen. well done, Barca. They got him. They got Malcolm. They're looking good. They're not getting Pogba. <laughs> oh, we'll see about that. But, um, yeah, that was that was a good piece of business. Um, another massive, massive um, yes, transfer for the home, A-League. This hits home more. Yeah. That's right. It's uh, finally confirmed as well, like we've been waiting. And we mentioned it. We were the first podcast in Australia to mention it two weeks yeah. ago on our yeah, episode nine we show. Um, so Tell basically, us. the news is that Case K Honda has officially signed for the Melbourne Victory. Huge, huge. <laughs> so unbelievable. I'm so news. wrapped with that. I'm wrapped as well. Yeah. Um, look, it's a great pickup for the A League. Even the kids that are at Melbourne Victory, like. Yeah. You know, the young Stefan Negro there as well. <laughs> Your namesake. Um, yeah, my namesake. <laughs> you know, no, basically, seriously, all the youngsters there, they're going to learn so much off him. He's world-class, mate. And that's what the yeah. A-League needs, world-class players. And we've got one. Yeah, well, it's great to see. Hopefully, you know, a few of the other teams in the A-League can lure these big names. Like As long as they you know? abolish, you know, that salary cap. Yeah, that well. needs to go. And, um, you know, the FFA chipping in, I don't think that's good. <laughs> 
Uh, I don't think that's good. But you know what? We can't afford to uh, afford these players on the Well, they're the not on the same wages, you know. That's right. As they are in, you know, in England or in Spain. I mean, you're talking about a guy like Honda, right? Let's yeah. say now he's by far Japan's biggest marketable player, right? Yeah, huge. Ever. So that's number one. Number two, he's played for CSK Moscow and AC Milan. He won the Asian Cup yeah. with Japan. He went to, I think, three World Cups with Japan. Yeah. Right. So you're talking about a big, big star. Now, That's right. The wages... But the FFA is paying half the deal. <laughs> and I heard as well, SBS and Fox Sports are part of the deal as well. So, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a big coup for the A-League, which is good. Yeah, However, massive. I think in future, the A-League clubs have got to try sustain the money themselves to pay for these big players. You can't be saying to the FFA, hey, give me the money so I can yeah. go get a Del Piero or a Honda anymore. That's right. But if they're helping them, they should be helping every team. You know. That's correct. I think uh, it's only fair, you know. But, uh, yeah, so great bit of business for the A-League. Can't wait for that to, to see that as well. You know, yeah. I'm, we're lucky enough to be, live in Melbourne and so we'll be there. Well, get to watch him every week. Well, look, you know, we'll get to watch him every week, which yeah. is great. And number two, we might be able to get him on the podcast, which would be great. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of Melbourne Victory, we got to sit down with Carl Valeri this week, the captain. Yes, that and, was amazing. Uh, this is how our interview went. Our special guest today won the A-League twice with Melbourne Victory. He is their captain. He also won the Serie B with Sassuolo. Could you please welcome Mr. Carl Valeri? How are you going, Carl? Well, thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, great. Great to have you on. Yes, mate. Um, we heard you you're stuck in a bit of Melbourne traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's raining too. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so let's just kick this off. And, you know... Um, when you started playing football, who was your mentor um, growing up? Like, did you have anyone take you under their wing? Um, look, I was lucky enough. My father was well into his football. He played, he coached. So I had him growing up. And I'm, I'm really close with my family. I'm uh, big, on, uh, big on family. I, with, my, with my family, my wife and my kids, and I'm still very close to my parents and my brother and sister. And I think uh, having that kind of network... And uh, especially my father as a coach, mentor, uh, really helped me along my career. Oh, that's awesome, man. Good stuff, definitely. It's good to have, you know, be close with family. Especially like if that. it's family, it makes it easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, look, I mean, when you, I mean, a lot of people see the, the fancy sides of football and I get it, but it is tough. It's, it's a cutthroat sport and, uh, you know, you need that support around you. And I was, I'm very lucky throughout my career, I've had fantastic support. And without that support, to be, to be very honest, I wouldn't have been able to play at the level that I played at. Yeah. So, Carl, explain to us the feeling of getting called up to the Inter Milan youth system, mate. Well, that was a, that was a massive shock. You know, we, <laughs> I, remember, I remember clearly because we just finished the Under-17s World Cup and, um, you know, I had a great tournament. You know, I didn't realise at the time but reflecting back, I did have a great tournament. And, you know, when you're young, you just play. You don't really think about yeah, how, that's how right. you're, yeah, you You just want to play, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, from there on, Inter Milan contacting my agent. I was, I was starstruck, you know. I was going to go play at Inter Milan. I couldn't believe it. And at the time, Inter Milan was, had some of the biggest names in football. So, for me, it was a dream come true. And, and then... To get there and to see how hard it was going to be was, was another big shock. To get there and see the quality of players I was coming up against, you know, it was, it was a massive shock. And to actually see how far I was behind was a big reality check for me. Because okay. So you're saying there's a massive difference um, between the youth here and the youth in Italy? In Italy? Massive difference, massive difference. What they're, 
what they learned, what I was learning uh, coming into the academy, they had been doing for, since they were eight. So wow. it was very tough. Yeah. It's very, it very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Um, so more based on that, um, what would you say, you know, is the main differences between playing in, you know, the Serie B or the Serie C compared to playing in the A-League? Probably the main difference, again, is just it's, it's very cutthroat. You know, there's there's relegation, there's promotion up for grabs. Yeah. It's, you know, where there's maybe one of me or two of me here in Australia, there's, there's another 50 in Italy, you know. So that yeah. if you get injured, if you're not performing, you're out. And you may not get another chance. Mm. So it's cutthroat in that sense. And that's why I think the players that succeed in Europe are amazing, not only for the player they are, but for the mental strength they have to, to keep pushing themselves uh, you know, to those limits. Yeah, of course. Carl, look, mate, um, I'm, an, I'm Italian myself by heritage, but do you think Italian football's very tough? Mate, I think it's one of the toughest out there. And the only thing that's holding back the Italians, Italian football, in my opinion, is the Italians, that they're not letting it grow. Teams aren't having their own stadiums. Yeah. It's less of a spectacle, but the level, the, the quality players that are around there, and, you know, just... You go through all the the Serie A. It's called, I think, uh, Serie B still, and Lega Pro, Lega Pro Uno. Yeah. The amount of quality that's there is is truly amazing, and you know, I'm I'm excited to see what Italian football can do once they catch on. You know, you look at the example of Juventus. Once clubs start doing what Juventus are doing, how big uh, the Serie A can grow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's I agree. true. That's true. Well, look, Carl, I'm a Roma fan, and I want to know from you, uh, what was it like working with Di Francesco, and how did you find him as a coach? Well, Zebio is uh, amazing. Honestly, the way he plays, he's, he's a pleasure to play football. He doesn't mind if you if you concede four as long as you score five. <laughs> and I think that's true. And, you know, even as a defensive-minded player, playing that system, it's, it's very exciting and very rewarding. And... You know, players want to play. Players really enjoy their football when they're, when they're carefree. And that's what it really creates, an environment where players can go out and express themselves. And I think it showed in Roma's season. And, mm. you know, I've worked with some great coaches. And, you know, what he's, he's up there with, some, with one of the best. And, but what I, what, I, what I really like about him is the way uh, he is with his family and his friends. You can see he's very much a family and friends man. He's, he's very close-knit. He likes his teams to be very close. He yeah. often organises dinner. We're doing dinners twice a week when we had him oh, wow. So he's a very he likes that intimate feel, and yeah, I have a lot of proof huh? for him. Yes, yes. Yeah. fantastic. <laughs> so um, you won the Serie B title, which is an amazing accomplishment. You know, um, how yeah. does it rank in your career compared to winning the A League? Like, what do you th- what do you see as a bigger accomplishment achievement, yeah. or yeah, achievement? Well, at the time, you know, obviously getting the promotion from City of Bits to City of especially for a player like myself, who, who at that time, at that stage in my career, that was the only way I was ever going to reach the City of was getting promotion through the club. And, yeah. and to do that at such a small club with such a fantastic group, it was very special. But then again, the Olympic title was special for me because I got to win them in front of my family, my friends. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, having my family and friends beside me on the pitch. It's truly special, and they got to really share that. Whereas in Italy, it was kind of just me and my wife at the time, so it was only us enjoying it, which is still fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. 
to share with my father. Them, yeah. 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 So, um, State League titles are very special to me for all that reason. Great. Yeah. Well, how do you think victory will go this season, Carl? I mean, can you guys replicate last season? Because that was absolutely amazing oh, last season. Yeah, it was season. great. <laughs> we are victory well, fans, by the way. <laughs> I, I hope we can replicate the, the last two months, maybe not the first, the first three. <laughs> yeah. But, replic- um, yeah. yeah, well, look, we, we actually have our first friendly match tonight, so it'll be interesting to see how we all go. And, yeah. you know, we came back fresh and the, the atmosphere... Is great around the club, I must say. Everyone's really excited about the season to come. There's a bit of a clean-out happening, which was expected. And, you know, we're excited about the signings that they're talking about. We have um, a new defender arrived. He should be in Australia. So it's an exciting time. It's an exciting time of the season because, you know, there's a lot of players to come. And, and um, you know, I've been at the club a while now. And, you know, Broxy and I often talk about it. And, you know, to see these new players come and, and what they can bring is, is exciting. Yeah, I mean, well, just on that, can you shed any light on what's happening with Keisuke Honda? Is he available? Is he in talks? You know, is are they going for him? <laughs> yeah, well, look, I only know as much as everyone else. People are telling me about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Musk said he does want him there. Yeah, look, he'd be fantastic, and, and yeah. I'd, I'd, love, I'd love to have him as well. Um I guess it all just comes down to, to figures and, and to the player himself. I mean, I believe they are discussing with him, but like they are probably discussing with many other players. So, you know, it's it's something that's out of my control and something that I take interest in, but more as a fan myself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, you are the captain of Melbourne Victory and, um, you know, with uh, young youngsters growing up and um, aspiring to be leaders in their teams, what advice would you give to them? Like, what yeah. you know, traits and attributes should they show, um, you know, to become a great leader such as yourself? Yeah. Well, mate, that's that's a real tough question, and you know, a question I actually get asked often, and I've got the most boring answer. I wish I had an <laughs> exciting answer, but it's not. It's, it's boring. It's uh, it's hard work. That's all. Yeah, it that's is. all we always hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's hard amazing. work. It's sacrifice. Yeah. You know, the amount of time, the amount of. Uh, family occasions I've missed, the amount of parties I've missed because of my sacrifices for football. And that's what it's all about. It's about that hard work, willing to, to work harder than your opponent. You know, that's that's basically what it is. And that's been my, that's my quality. That's what I have. I'm prepared to work harder than anyone. And that's yeah. why I Head have to Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, are you very vocal out on the pitch or yeah. anything like that? Uh, sometimes it depends. You know, I think as a leader, the best way to be a leader, there's no set way. I don't lead like a like a general in the army because I'm not. I'm, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I'm me. A leader has to be authentic. It has to come from you. Otherwise, if it's an act, people see through it straight away. So I'm me. If I'm if I'm angry, you know, I'll let you know. If if I feel, you know. Joy Ingram needs a hug, I'll go up and I'll give him a hug. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's fair enough, man. Am, yeah. nice. So stay true to yourself, yeah? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and people will follow. People will follow for who you are, not for who you're pretending to be. That's yeah, all right. Awesome advice. Well, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the uh, Coach Killers podcast today. We really appreciate you giving us your time, and we wish you all the best for the upcoming season. Go the victory, mate. Yeah, and um, hopefully yeah, you're not stuck in traffic too much longer. <laughs> No, I'm pulled you. over. I'm in a car park now. I'm all right. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks, awesome. mate. Thank you so much for your time. All right. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. See ya.
What an absolute legend. What a what a great person he's superstar. He is. Yeah. Superstar. Couldn't believe it. Thank you very much, Carl. Like, you know, interviewing him, you know, giving us some insight on, you know, him being a leader and what it takes and, you know, what his philosophy is. You know, it's good for young kids he's growing up. Obviously one of the elite captains in oh, the yeah, A League, especially definitely. after hearing he's a veteran, that interview. Yeah. You know, he is a superstar, so that's why he succeeded, you know, in Australia at the highest level. So thank you, Carl, and we'll definitely have you back on yeah. during the season. Yeah, well hopefully we can get Kasuke Honda on as well. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the aim. Yeah. <laughs> um another little bit of news in Australia. Optus Sports have bought the rights uh, for the UEFA Champions League and what the Europa an League. A, what an abomination oh this is going to be. Oh, my God, they be. couldn't hack the World Cup, you know, streaming issues. And they're going to have what all these. What, oh. what do you think will happen? Oh, mate, I don't even want to know. Mate, I'm just, you know what? Illegal stream everything. <laughs> well, look, you know, I have Foxtel. I'm sure you have Foxtel i got Foxtel. Well. I've got Optus Sport. I'm not keen, mate. I'm not keen yeah. for this Champions Losing League the Optus. Champions League, losing the Premier League, all right, they still show the German League, you know, the Bundesliga and the Serie A, but, you know, losing mate. the biggest league in the world and now the Champions League, mate, what are they doing? <laughs> mate, I, I, you and know that, what? How is Optus, you know, committing to this? Like they, they After the they, shambles they have, yeah. of they couldn't handle bloody group matches of the World Cup, let That's alone right. finals, so... You're going to give them the Champions League, mate? I think it's a terrible move. But still, you know, it's exciting times. In the past, you know, it was only SBS showing one game. Which is how it should have been. But um, I, I no, at least now we get to watch every game and everyone who follows the small clubs, you know, that make it in, I think, get to see their team. Like Roma, you know, you get you get to watch them because they normally wouldn't show that game. They'll be showing a Manchester United game or I think it was Liverpool fine the way game. it was. <laughs> the only thing is here is too much of a money grab. I think sport should be free. There's a lot of kids out there that want to play yeah. soccer that can't afford, their parents can't afford this type of luxury for them. In right? that sense, yes. But So this is the You know, they're providing a service. They're bringing all these games to us when we really didn't have them in the past, you know? so I mean, on being sports, you had the option, right, to go online and watch whichever team you wanted. You could pick any Champions League game online on the online platform, yeah. right? But my point is there's young kids out there. They can't even – you know, there's families out there struggling and you go bring yeah. in a system like this to watch well, the I Champions I'm pretty League. sure SBS will still be showing some games. Still, I think it's an absolute disgrace. But the rights of, you know, it's good that I don't like it. it it's all in one place. Don't get me started on pay TV. I, I, I reckon <laughs> scrap the whole freaking thing. It's a joke. Fair enough. Um, well, let's go on to Fan Talk. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. And our uh, Fan Talk question this week comes yes, from tell us. Damiano.cnt. <laughs> and he asks, could you give us your views and thoughts on the Kievo situation right now and how more than a decade later after the Juve scandal, the Serie A teams still remain corrupt and are trying to find shortcuts for every issue that they face? What are your thoughts on that? Well, look, mate, I've been watching Italian football since I was a young kid and I know Kievo very well. They're a team that has never, ever, 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 ever done anything in the league, number one. Okay. Number yep. two, they do not invest in nothing. They're just there to make up that number, right? Yep. Which is why Italy's looking at reducing to 18 teams. But right? tell us, what what have they done? What, mate, has, what is it's this It's a joke, issue? right? This team... No, I'm, I'm going to continue my rant on Kiev. This okay. team, Sorry. Right, every <laughs> season, they finish 11th to 17th or 18th. They yep. just beat relegation, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what they've done is an absolute disgrace to Italian football, and let alone they've sabotaged a club in the process. So I'll tell yep. you the situation. Okay. Basically, um, 
They've deliberately modified and inflated the figures of uh, transfer dealings with another club, that club being Chesana, right? Now, yep. Chesana have been deducted 15 points for their part in this scandal, right? And now they've gone bankrupt. Right, wow. and they're very unlikely to compete in so any Kiamo's division. So destroyed them. Yes, wow. and now Chazan is unlikely to compete in any division in this season coming. Right. Oh my God. This is yep. a team that was in Serie A about four seasons ago. Right? Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. the problem is with the Kiev president. Right. I can't believe the Kiev president. Right. Mm-hmm. The authorities did not speak to him. Right. So basically, now Chazan is washed up. That's yep. fine, you know, because they're not a Serie A team, that's fine. We'll just wash up all their history in Italy, right, and let them go bankrupt. Now, Kiev last year only finished five points clear of 18th-placed Crotone. Now, with that same point deduction, Kiev should be playing in Serie B, and that's where yep. they should be, if you ask my honest opinion about this. How can you give one team, just because they're not in, you know, Serie A, that punishment, mm-hmm. and Kiev Verona, who's done nothing since I was a kid in this league... Give them the chance to get away with it. It's a joke. And their president's an absolute disgrace. He should be sacked and that whole club should go into liquidation tomorrow, mate, if it was up to me. <laughs> it's it's really crazy like that. This still happens. Like that seems And it's only corrupt. in Italy. It's only in Italy because you've got these little clubs, these small-time hoods that are yep. running these clubs, right, sucking the money out of them yep. for their personal use. That's, that's what it's about. That's why this happens. That's right. That's why this happens. Um, great question, Damiano. Yes, thank you for Amazing. that. Amazing. Um, yeah, so that's been Fan Talk for this week. And that concludes uh, episode 11, guys. We hope you enjoyed the interview with Carl Valeri. Yeah, that was amazing to have him on again. Thanks again, Carl. Yes, thanks, mate. Um, also, a quick heads up, next week our Game of the Week will be the... Idol clash, Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal versus Man City. As we mentioned before, which is yeah. going to be goals galore. And um, also, don't forget to find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, iTunes, and Spotify, all at Coach Killers Podcast. Yes, you know, like it as we said, share it. You know, get all your mates comment, on it. Comment on our posts, please. Yeah. We'll be putting up heaps of posts. Yeah, this fan episode. talk will be coming up a lot earlier than it has in previous weeks. We'll, you know, put it up a few days. So yeah, that's get your right. questions in. We'll give you a shout-out. That's it. And, um, you know, <laughs> thank you for listening, and you've been great, and we've been the Coach Killers Podcast. Go the Gunners! <laughs>